Hello, everybody. It is great to be here one more time today. And my name is Gary Fowler. I'm the CEO and host of GSD Presents Silicon Valley AI and Tech. I'm a Silicon Valley entrepreneur with 17 startups under my belt and several unicorns. I was on the original management team of Click Software, which was sold to Salesforce for $1.35 billion, and also EVA.ai. We believe that intellectual capacity is evenly spread around the world and opportunities are not. And with that, I have an incredible guest today, my friend, Guillaume Kloof. Guillaume is a uh, serial entrepreneur. He's an accelerator. He's got a tremendous experience from working at the Tulip Bin in Amsterdam to all the way being the managing director of Valley Date Tech. And with that, I'd like to bring my friend Guillaume in. Hi, Guillaume. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Always a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> so I got a question for you. Now, what the hell? So you've gone from Rosandi as a storage worker, right? Where mm-hmm. all the way to where we are today with uh, Valley. How did you get into this Valley Day Tech? How did you decide to, you know, in 2011, you've been working a long time, but what was the transition as you've gone? You've been CTO of companies, you know, you've been a mentor, You've been um, uh, at Farm Today, CTO, Pi Data, VP of International Operations. What was it like? I mean, how do you make that journey? How do you go from the tulip in all the way to where you are today? <laughs> well, the thing is, I, um, I was actually born in Amsterdam, but uh, was raised in, in Suriname in uh, South America. Um, and when I came back to Amsterdam to study, it was like, okay. Wait a minute, what you were raised in Suriname. What was it like growing up in Suriname again? Very sunny. Sunny, yeah. <laughs> Did you like that? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. And it was, it was great because uh, my, my parents actually still live there. Um, and it was good for me to to be raised in in that more tropical uh, environment. Um, And then coming to Amsterdam, it was more a matter of, okay, in Suriname, in actually the Caribbean, it's always a blend that is a bit more closer to the US. uh, Because for example, like we got a lot of movies that, that came out in the US immediately came to the Caribbean and said, hey, this new oh, Die Hard is movie Is that a good out. thing or not, Jim? Is that- I loved it. I loved it. Because like when I came, just came to the Netherlands and a, a, a movie that I had already seen back home came out here, new in the movie theater, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I've done seen this movie already. It's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so for me, it was it was a very cool perspective to have um to because because whenever whenever it's it's a new topic comes out here in the netherlands i get to see it from a almost a third eye view where it's like uh hey we we uh this is how americans look at it this is how europeans look at it okay this is how i look at it so it was it's it's uh i love having being in that position um, and with regards to the, the many different jobs, it was more a matter of I wanted to study information science, uh, really get into tech. 
But at the same time, I know I have to develop my social skills as well. So that's how I uh, started working at the hotel. So you get to speak to a lot of people with a lot of different emotions. Sometimes somebody's happy with the room. Sometimes they're not. And you got to manage those emotions. <laughs> how is that, you know, when you have those kind of people coming in? Like, how is it to deal with them? And what percentage of them are negative and what percentage of them are positive or upset with it? And what percent are positive? Well, uh, it, it's, it's always a mixed bag. And it also um, very much depends on you. And that's where I learned a whole lot that could prepare me for entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship, you're, you, you never really know what's coming down the pipe. So you always, um, but you always have to be you. Um, and, and you always do need to know your stuff. And uh, same goes for dealing with, with uh, hotel guests and, and anything hospitality, really. Wow, <laughs> oh, it's interesting. So you had to develop your customer skills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because as a, as, a, as a developer, you're more looking at a, at a black screen and it's like numbers and, and uh, commas and colons. It's like, yeah, blah, 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 boom. And then somebody starts to talk to you and it's almost like you have to flip a switch as to, oh, I'm human too. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I'm human too. That sounds like some kind of new AI program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very much so. <laughs> so, you know, you, so you've gone down through, you know, you've got, you do a lot of helping these early stage companies. You help them with a the product market fit. Yeah. You know, a lot of companies do fail. And a lot of times, you know, it's, it's, they don't have product market fit. They don't have sales and marketing expertise. They don't know how to go out to investors. You've got a whole bag of reasons why, and you do a great job of, of helping them. What's it like? So, you know, if you look at uh, Amsterdam and the startup scene, what's it like over there? Well, well, over here, I, I have to say the government is trying their absolute best to also try to support a lot of entrepreneurship movements uh, and things of that nature. Um, and, and, but at the same time, there are some structural um, uh, institutional uh, limitations. And that's where from my end as, as, a, as a international uh, online accelerator, uh, it gives me perspective as to, okay, this is possible in the Netherlands. Uh, this is not possible in the Netherlands. Uh, but I, I, I must say I'm very optimistic uh, because also um, looking at the diversity movement, uh, uh, people's eyes are being opened up. I say, hey, we need to really step up our game when it comes to diversity. Um, yeah, well, so I mean, you know, I'm, it's I'm interesting, but you still don't feel, you know, you don't see enough, See, and I've heard, you know, two sides of it, right? So my friends from the Urban League uh, and NAACP say there aren't just enough role models because people talk about sports, right? It's like, you know, you go into an urban high school and you say, uh, who do you want to be? And they name a basketball player or a football player. 80% yeah. of them. That's as a directly from one of my friends uh, in the community, uh, well-known. But then you go into a white high school, it's prim primarily white, and they're saying, you know, they want to be a doctor. You know, they want to be an engineer. Yeah. 
And so it's like, you know, and we talk about how to shift that paradigm because we do have to democratize opportunity. It's like, you know, if we don't use the resources we have in the right way, nothing good's going to happen. Yeah, but I, but I think also at the same time, um, uh, w- when it comes to that particular topic, there's uh, also a cultural factor because, um, uh, and that's why, uh, just to go a bit mainstream, that's why that movie Black Panther was so huge because uh, uh, minorities could actually relate to somebody they saw on the screen. It was like, oh, oh, so this could actually also be me. Um, and the same goes for um, minorities seeing other business role models, mm-hmm. um, where, uh, especially in, in Europe, there's not as many um, uh, colored folks uh, when it comes to higher echelons of business. And even if I look at uh, myself, when I go to a business function, you can literally just count anybody with a bit of color in the room. So, um, so that also plays a major role where. Well, you know, and then you got somebody like me whose grandmother came from Africa and has like, (laughs) like I'm, I'm about as light as chocolate as you're going to get. <laughs> oh yeah? What do you mean? Yeah. I'm like, dude, man, it ain't about what you got on your skin, it's about where you came from. <laughs> it's like, come yeah. on. Yeah. 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 No, so so that so that that is is a uh something big as well where um especially youngsters they, they see the entertainers and, and athletes. It's like, oh, so that's what I need to be. Uh, where there's actually a lot more that they can be. And um, for me, uh, I'm, I'm always grateful to talking to you because you're always equal to everybody. So this is always great. And same with you, too. I mean, the deal is well, that's how we make the world a better place, right? We go out and, you know, we help female entrepreneurs, people of color. It doesn't matter. It's, it's a matter of where you're going. It's not where you've, where you've come from. Definitely. And, and um, that's why uh, on my end as well, um, March 8th is International Women's Day. And leading up to that, we will be releasing a new feature in the Validate Tech uh, mobile app for female founders to find a whole bunch of resources uh, to really dig into. And of course, GSD Venture Studios is also part of that. No, that's great. No, you're doing a fantastic job. So what's the state of investing now? Because I know we had this discussion some time ago. What's happening, excuse me, right now in the region, in Europe? How is it with, how do we look at institutional investors, VC? Is it up or down? Up or down? Um, I, I would say uh, it's, it's quite similar to the... Um, to the U.S. market, where uh, the 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 funds are stocking up on dry powder, where they're they're raising right now, and very hesitant to pull the trigger uh, on new investments, uh, even more hesitant than <laughs> before uh, the 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 whole freeze. Um, I I was speaking to a founder a couple of weeks ago, where they were very frustrated in. Um, telling me, hey, we were able to raise 900K 
within a couple of practically within a month or so. Uh, and now we're trying to raise 500K and we can't get that 500K to save our life. So um, it was very frustrating and it is very frustrating for founders nowadays uh, to, to raise the uh, capital. Uh, I would say that um, with this, you can say freeze, there are other opportunities that are starting to come up. So, for example, uh, WeFunder Europe um, just got approved to actually operate uh, in Europe. You also have a couple of uh, debt, uh, debt financing platforms that are now starting to rise up uh, due to the slowdown in the VC uh, area. So um, uh, there is movement, but not as we're uh, accustomed to. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and how does it look? I mean, what's happening with the startups right now? So if you have this, this dry powder that's accumulating and they're not dispersing funds, what are the startups doing? Um, for the startups, it starts with <laughs> frustration. And then it becomes more uh, a matter of them figuring out that they really need to get shit done. <laughs> so, so that's where our job, actually, our, our calling comes into play, uh, where it's like, okay, uh, okay, Gary, what do I need to do? Because I am not moving forward. I am not moving backwards. There's, there's something wrong somewhere. Um, so, so th that's what I, that's the one thing that's consistent across the board where startups really need to, uh, need to continue to focus even more on getting traction as much traction as possible. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, traction's, traction's king right now or queen. It's, it's really important because it means you have product market fit, doesn't it? It means that you have a viable model that's going to go forward and not just an idea. So the more traction, of course, and then it reduces risk. So if you got the traction and you're growing 20% a month, it shows that, you know, you got something that's pretty special and it's not a tough bet to bet on, right? Then what, so what's happening exactly. with the later stage investments? So series B, series C, what are you seeing with those? What's happening in Europe now with those later stage companies? Um, with those, they're, they're doing okay with them. There, there's, there's been a, yeah, I, I can't say a, an actual dip, but it's pretty consistent. Uh, yeah, it's like maybe a little bit up and down, but they've been, they've been doing relatively, uh, relatively okay. When it comes to the, the, the early stage ones, um, um, and I say early stage, I would have to divide them into two, two groups. On the one end, I would need to say the pre-seed um, uh, startups, they can still get some funding because pre-seed VCs, they weren't expecting to get any returns anytime soon anyway. So yeah. for them, it's not necessarily business as usual, but... Um, it's 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 still not as gloomy as for for let's say the seed stage or series A, because for them it's definitely like uh, hold that thought, Please sh show me even more stuff than than you would normally show. Yeah, so so with them it it does fluctuate a bit, 
And when you get to the, the, the later stage um, startups uh, that are that are raising uh, 10, 20 mil, uh, for them, it's it's yeah, relatively consistent. Yeah. Interesting. What kind of companies? What? So let me let me start off with this. What about ChatGPT? Is there a lot of talk about it in Europe right now? There is a lot of talk about it, but more, still more in the, the manner of how can I really use it? <laughs> so, so it's, 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 people are still trying to find their footing. Um, and I must say, when it comes to chat GPT, um, youngsters are, um, as you can imagine, adopting it very quickly. Um, but the, the people that are, that are in charge of some, uh, some bigger organizations with them, it's still like a, a bit scary. Like, I don't know exactly what to do, um, with it. Uh, so for example, government is, is checking it out as to, okay, will we allow our employees to, to, go, 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 to, to, to use it? Um, or would it be dangerous? Is there a risk involved? Um, when it comes to entrepreneurs, I haven't really seen too much of a buzz for entrepreneurs implementing it in their business, but I have seen a uptick in usage for marketing and sales purposes. So trying to speed up uh, processes uh, and things like that. So that that was uh, that that's what i've been seeing so far wow interesting so marketing and sales person uh, purposes so the companies so the companies that aren't getting the funding because there's too much dry powder in sidelines they're so they're trying to get more traction what are they doing they're getting traction they're going to non-diluted methods what are they doing yeah it's it's right now it's more or less trying to see, okay, we need to uh, get more traction. How do we do it? Some startups already have expertise in-house where they can, um, you can say, they, 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 they know if they should pivot or what they should add to their strategy or something like that. But others, they're still throwing things at the wall hoping that something sticks throwing so things at the I, wall I, I, yeah they're just throwing as like okay hopefully they, you know that doesn't work stick. because you got to have a, like a laser view of this yep. right you got to go out if you take exactly. that you're throwing stuff against the wall they're probably a failure sign I mean, you got to look where the money is the money's yeah. in family offices right now family offices are up the um, yeah. corporate investors yeah. are, are uh, holding steady go to other sources this is not this is like sales 101 yeah. you got to go to other places where there's other opportunities yeah. to raise money and sometimes you know there's a thing called learned yes. helplessness Guillaume, which basically means that it was from a study done in the 70s and i remember reading it a long time ago just fascinating that you could actually create this learned helplessness they had a bell and they were doing some things they had chickens right and the chickens would freeze Mm -hmm. They would completely freeze because they didn't want to do anything. And, huh. you know, and that's kind of like startups. They get to the point there, they sit on their hands and they're like, yeah. they don't know what to do. So the, their idea is don't do anything and you think it's going to get better. 
Yeah, that's not I, really where I the was way speaking it works, to one startup. No, no. I spoke to a startup yesterday um, because we started six months ago um, with some initial conversations, and I uh, introduced them to an investor that might be interested in them. And at that time, they weren't generating any revenue yet, but they were very pro promising and were about to um, open up their their first income stream or something like that. Fast forward four months, five months later, and they were still working on fine tuning whatever on the platform. And they was like, yeah, but it's the it's the chicken and the egg problem. I'm like, you have a Ferrari in the garage. Oh, I and love that. You're complaining about like, yeah, they, they, it, it's like they're they're working on the the side mirror just to get it done. And I'm like, so you have transportation to go from A to B, but you still want to thinker on the side mirror, like what, what are we doing people? Like, so those are some, some of the things that I, that I see happening a lot where the, the, the founders on the one end want their, their product to be perfect before going to market. But at the same time, they're missing out on even remotely testing or experimenting uh, if, if people are willing to pay for their product. Or their service. Well, that's right. They haven't done their customer development. You bring up a good point. A lot of this is customer development to go out to market to see if they want it or yes. not. And by the way, if you go out to those customers, depending on who they are, you know, and they don't want it or don't like it for whatever reason, they're not going to do it again. The problem is you're going to burn the contacts so and make sure. So startups have to make sure you got the right product at the right place at the right time and do your research on it. Don't take it out too early, but bring it out and do your feedback. Check it out. Even if you got a mock-up presentations using slides so you can talk to people what you're going to have and get their feedback. Because once you have that and you're pretty much assured that it's going to be able to go to market, that's going to change everything. Exactly. Exactly. And that is one thing that, that people, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't mean to generalize, but I, what I do see is that People tend to overcomplicate uh, those sales uh, setups where yeah, it's like, okay, but it's not ready yet. So um, we haven't done this yet. So I don't think we should. And when it comes to that, it's like, no, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it, you can make it as complicated as you want. Um, but it doesn't have to be that complicated and you can start very simple, uh, if you know your customer and that goes back to your point, if you know your customer you can definitely start, uh, uh make, doing some experiments on what they would be willing to pay for. No, I agree with you. Listen, we're coming to the top of the show, closing thoughts and how do people get a hold of you, Guillaume? Well, closing thoughts, I would definitely say, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> um, and you and, know, I love these words. Um, always. Keep it simple, stupid. Man of my own heart. <laughs> 
Yeah, and that's why we connect so well. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I, I would I would really say to, to every entrepreneur, try to keep it as simple as possible. Um, and from that simplicity, you can go the distance. Uh, try to get the right people around you um, and learn, uh, be open to learn every day because uh, you can always learn something new. Uh, as it pertains to getting a hold of me, it's I'm, I'm on LinkedIn, just Guillaume Clove uh, on LinkedIn. I'm on uh, uh, the website validate.tech um, and our mobile app for Android users. Uh, if they just go for uh, validate, they should be able to find us. And uh, yeah, just validate tech anywhere and you'll see a bunch of results. Sounds great. Guillaume, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. As always, it's great to see you, my friend. And to all my audience out there, my name is Gary Fowler, and I'm the CEO, president, and co-founder of GSD Get You Done Venture Studios, a premier AI and quantum venture studio. Stay tuned. We will be back next week with another exciting edition. Stay happy, stay safe, and stay healthy, and get back to you and see you soon. Thank you very much. Bye-bye, Guillaume.